That sucks. I was checking to see if Creed was somehow on um, Amazon Prime because you can't oh. do you can't do watch alongs if people have Prime Video, but it's not. Unfortunately, oh, dude, we should find movies on Prime Video and watch some on here. Is can you look up and see if Velocipaster is still on Amazon Prime? <laughs> Velocipaster? Oh no. Yeah. We want this. Is, you guys got to watch Trailer Park Shark. Had to watch it. You guys got to watch it too. Velocipaster? Yeah. There's a sequel? <laughs> oh yeah. On Amazon Prime video up oh, watch the velocipaster prime video hell yeah i think we should start with that one guys oh, let's oh, start God. with the assassin's creed movie with michael fassbender god i haven't seen that since it was out in theaters that's uh that's sarah's favorite movie <laughs> I'm well, not gonna lie. Assassin. I I had I had slightly rose tinted glasses when I saw that movie. Looking back on it, it was fucking shit. <laughs> As did there is no reason for Altair, uh, for not for Jake Gyllenhaal to have played that character. Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia. Yeah. Oh my Prince god, you're right. Oh Prince my god. Prince of Persia wasn't that, that bad. It wasn't Give me your movie accurate. card, Marcelo. Give me your fucking movie card right now. Dude, I bought Assassin's Creed. I think I own this movie. Hold on, let me check my library. Oh, no, I have... Oh, fuck. I don't have it here, but I do have it somewhere. I bought the Target version because it had an arm sleeve of, of his hidden blade. Because <laughs> I'm a fucking nerd. Sarah does love <laughs> Prince of Persia. I like it. Is it is it totally accurate to the game? No, but it's enjoyable. Ben Kings yeah. is in it. Very appropriative, but there's a lot of movies that do that. So I'm not gonna yuck your yum live anyway. Oh, I just uh, I just bought Deep Blue Sea, uh, but I am so excited to rewatch. Okay, you should do a watch along of that. That's just classically. Good. Is that a good movie? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's whatever. I, I, I barely know anything about it. I don't really oh, know. Bro, we gotta watch Deep Blue Sea now. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, we'll 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 get that worked up. Um, I guess we should we should get started with this uh, review. Uh, All right. Yeah. We we can uh, we can talk about you, this other stuff. Yeah. Just to let you know, we're going to start our review of episode what. Four. Four of The Last of Us. This is going to be containing many spoilers. So if you were hoping on watch, uh, hoping to catch the episode untainted, leave now, go see it, and come back later. Pause us for now. Uh, go check out the episode. We're going to go talk into it, probably dive deep into spoilers with probably within the first 10 seconds. So this is your warning. But yeah, Last of Us review episode four coming up. Okay, so episode four, real for real this time. So, Marcelo, did you wanna did you wanna lead this since uh, 
Yeah, it's let's good. talk about it, guys. So again, if we're if you're here, obviously we're talking about episode four of The Last of Us. Came out Sunday, February what? February yesterday, February fifth. Fifth. Um this was a fifty-five minute episode, guys, super short, but we got a ton of new characters introduced. Uh, two major characters at the end of this episode that really kind of really take you for uh, like that's kind of I feel like the halfway point in the game I feel huh when you meet Sam and Henry right it's about halfway it's so in the game when you meet Sam and Henry that's like the I want to say it's the first big event in the game yeah because the tank is a the tank is a boss battle right it's 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 been a while it's been a while but the so the events in the in the show compared to the game are not too far off it there has been a few things changed just to make it make sense for the show um for the most part um oh yeah by the way uh spoiler warning is enacted for everybody um so in the game um it's not kansas it's uh pittsburgh pennsylvania mm-hmm. but for the show where they're to have them get to wyoming it made more sense for them to go through kansas so that's like and also apparently like some production thing was like um the the city that they were shooting in looked more like Kansas anyway. So like, oh, fuck it. We'll just make it Kansas. And it's not a big deal. It's whatever. Um, but the show is giving more emphasis on this group of people where in the game they are just known as the hunters. And they're just right, kind of so they're just kind of there. Mm-hmm. There's not too much context to what they're doing, but on this one, like we see like the full motivation behind why they're chasing the two people that they're chasing. And, you know, a lot of what's being, being developed. So, you know, let's get into it from like the beginning. Interesting again, to see the, the Joel and Ellie relationship begin to develop more love that the whole pretty much first couple minutes of the episode was right out of the game with the magazine. I thought that was super funny. Perfect. Um, it was perfect, right? It's like, that's what it's you were good. wanting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, I think what the show is doing really well is the tension building. You know, I started getting nervous, like from the minute they pull up to Kansas City and like they saw that the big, big rig was like had that tunnel blocked off. I was like, oh, fuck, something's about to happen, which again, I mean, in the in, in the game, you know what's happening, but the the show does such a good job of setting the kind of the vibe and the ambiance for this. And it just like really, again, it's just so good at tension building. So, you know, as they're driving through the city, uh, you know, like, you know, what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a really powerful scene. Uh, you know, they get, they get crashed. They, uh, they crash into that building and, you know, this whole fight starts and what you really saw from that point too. Well, actually, let me let me bring it back a little bit because let's talk about that scene in the forest, right? Yeah, let's that do was, yes. Was, let's talk, let's talk about that because I feel like that was really important. Just because you're starting to really see Joel's affection and caring for Ellie, you know, which he was, you know, he said, "Get some sleep, get some sleep." 
but he's the one that stays up all night regardless it, it was such a good scene just because like it, it's such a weird pair because this is this is literally the first episode where we start to actually see that Joel and Ellie relationship start to build and grow. Yeah, with and the joke, it all started with the book of jokes, right? Like you start to see that he's breaking. Because when they're in the truck driving towards Kansas, right? Um, like Joel, throughout this whole show so far, has been very closed off and very like every time Ellie would ask him questions, he would be like no, or he would give mm -hmm. very sh very short answers. Like this is the first time we've ever heard Joel talk for a long period of time, like have a bit, just a big chunk of dialogue, just like explaining things where like I, Ellie was like, just like asking about like, you know, like who's like, who's Tommy? Like, what's your really like, how are you doing with like Tommy? Like, and then mm -hmm. he was like, Oh, I don't know if I have time to get into it. It's like, we have 25 hours of time. <laughs> like you, yeah. you could, you could talk about it and he does. And he start he starts to, he starts to open up a little bit and it's really nice. And like you're saying with the forest, um, he does something that seems uncharacteristic for what we know him so far in the show where in the truck, he was like, um, no, like Tess was like family. You're, you're cargo. Like yeah. you're, you're, you're a task I need to do. And to have Ellie, you know, have that pun book and like making the really bad puns and then ask us like, Hey, are we okay in this forest? And he's like, yeah, we're fine. Get some sleep. And like you said, pan to like Ellie, like trying to sleep and then Joel is like watching the perimeter like not sleeping and it's just like you're you're seeing development there and it's cool. Well, not I mean definitely that and also like she told him a joke and he answered with the like the answer for the joke, right? Like he oh, yeah. the answer. <laughs> so it's like again it's just showing this this change in him of his you know like he's trying not to get connected but he's you starting to see it happen a little bit more mm -hmm. and you know of course he has a job to do so it's like you know but he, the care that he takes for for her like so they crash you know they're they're in that convenience store whatever building they crashed into tell uh joel tells ellie to get through that hole you know she does it gets through the hole or whatever and you know then Joel gets kind of caught off guard and is getting choked out by that dude with a shotgun, right? And and then Ellie to the rescue because she kept uh, Frank's gun, shoots the guy, mm -hmm. doesn't kill him, which I think in the game she kills him. I think she shoots him in the head or something like so, that in the game. So it just shows the differences because, you know, in the game when you're fighting people, it's like you're fighting them to the death and that's it. Where this show is starting to, is showing more of the humanity in everybody, mm -hmm. so it's just like that that touch that gets so surreal, you know, and like this whole time you know, Ellie's been like asking for a gun, and it's like, oh, can I have a gun? Can I have a gun? And it's like, oh, can I take one of Bill's guns? He has so many of them, you know, to the point where she ends up taking Frank's gun, and she's so gun ho about it, to where. Like she's, she seems like she's ready to like, you know, use it. And then when she ends up using it on this hunter, right. 
and you could immediately see just like the realization of like oh i might have not been ready for this like this might well, be actually too much for me at the moment and the guy's like begging for his life and joel's like okay you know what i'm gonna take care of this you just go behind that hole which that scene was pretty powerful i feel for her to for joel to have to finish killing the guy and she and all we see is just her behind the wall it's like you know she's still a kid like she act she's trying to act and she is very mature but it's like you know taking a life man that's but it's a hard thing yeah but it's also not to gloss over how I don't want to say damaged. I mean, everybody's pretty kind of damaged in the, in this story. But notice how when she did shoot the guy and you start to see the realization on her face is like, oh, you know, this is not how I thought it was going to go at all. Like she thought it was going to be like one and done kind of thing where it's like, you know, the guy's pleading for his life and she's just kind of standing there. Yeah. And it, and it kind of goes with the idea of having both Joel and Ellie kind of being in this weird position where they're not fully able to kind of like grasp all of their emotions yet or just know exactly what to do in the situation because Joel doesn't like necessarily, you know, comfort Ellie or like, you know, tell Elliot's okay like he just says go over there and like immediately just kind of like you know brushes off that kind of fact where she just shot somebody for a second yeah and you see she goes back into the into the other room through the hole and you can see that she she starts to cry a little bit but then immediately when Joel's like doing the deed she like wipes her tears away and she like you know deflects those emotions yeah. So you could tell that El there's there's some processing that Ellie had to go through to make it be like okay for her. Yeah, and then you know this episode is definitely like wrong place, wrong time type of vibes. Like mm -hmm. maybe a couple weeks before, or a couple weeks after, they would have got been through okay, but it just happens to be in the middle of this uprising with Kathleen and the hunters, and it's just like. <laughs> She has it. She has it in it that these people are out to get her, and and they're working with uh, the the two people that they're looking for. And it was like, oh man, this person is definitely using scare tactics, scare tactics to control this group of people, right? Mm -hmm. That was, and you know, I thought that she did a really good job of kind of playing playing them that way, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think she I think she believes that that's her truth. Um, but I was like, oh, damn. And then they're just going to start breaking into houses and like searching everything. And, you know, we get to see our first little preview of a, of a bloater, Bruh. which I think we're getting ready to. And, and Joel, you're, you're just mentioning how you, you just met the bloater in the game for the first time. So what what did you think after seeing that? I was like, oh, this, how, 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 how are they going to take that? Um, in the episode, I know we're kind of jumping around a little. They show um, the guy who plays Tommy in the game, plays a new character named Perry. Jeffrey, P Jeffrey Pierce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he goes with Kathleen to like this area where there's like this round is like rising up and down. And I think that's where the bloater is going to come out. It's going to like, oh, for sure. the month, 
I do the week fucking pop out and start wrecking house and I don't know, like of course in a video game I feel like you're you're always stronger, right? Like they're they're definitely one and done kind of humans, you know? So I'm like definitely gotta think past how to get past this like i don't like i don't even know how they're gonna do it like in the game like let alone the show so i'm just wondering how creative they're gonna be and what they're gonna do as far as that goes so i i'm excited you know i've been, been waiting to see the bloater come to life and uh yeah you know a tank zombie is always a big deal no matter what series it is so i'm i'm excited mm-hmm. um yeah because it's very interesting because technically this happens after you're supposed to meet a bloater for the first time, but since they they change, well, they changed in episode three for for the best of reasons, I think. Yeah. Um, this is the first time they're going to be encountering this type of infected, and yeah, like you say, I think it's going to be interesting because we don't know exactly how they're going to do it. Because so far, everybody, all the infected have been mostly practical for the most part, so it's going to be interesting to see something that's so drastically different. Than what we've seen so far. Um, hopefully, did you guys watch the episode five preview? Mm-hmm. I did. Looks pretty sick. It's gonna look I, pretty I, I cool. want to see. I want to see it in motion. I I want to. I want to judge it based on the end result. <laughs> you know. Um. I wanted to kind of go back to the new character Kathleen for a second. Yeah. How do you guys? feel about her because it took it took me a bit to kind of grasp on how i feel about this character in this in this situation yeah it seems to me like that that's that it's definitely a character who's experienced a lot of trauma right so she's definitely very jaded uh but are her actions that she's taking the right actions, right? Is that really the right way to go about it? You know, mm-hmm. it's definitely seems like a, like a revenge vengeful type of character who's just out to kill and destroy anybody who's, you know, harmed her people. She loves and stuff like that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm okay with her character. There was, there was, I mean, I think next episode, I think again, it's going to continue to evolve, but she definitely has a grip on these people. Like she's definitely gotten into their heads about, you know, the Fedra corruption stuff like that, which I mean, she could be a hundred percent, right. You know, she could, she could totally be right on that. That's not something that we see. So it's like, I'm still kind of, I mean, I don't think she's a good guy by any means, but I don't think she's, she just happens to be in Joel and Ellie's way and she just happens to feel like they're a threat to her. And all they want to do is just get on through. That's like, they don't give a shit about anything else. Mm-hmm. What about you, Joel? What, what what'd you think? Um, I, Marcel hit all the right points and I just wanted to add like, uh, for the end of the episode description, like it's definitely clear that like, they're becoming the thing they hated most. They're becoming Fedra, you know? We see them breaking down the houses, looking for people, executing people. She's straight up, like, after two of her, uh, like, lieutenants sort of die, she goes to that doctor and just puts him down, like, boom, like, without hesitation. Which mm-hmm. that first scene, it's like, they, they know each other, they have history, but she's kind of like, I have a job I need to do, and you're mm-hmm. in my way. And then just to see her reach that boiling point, it's like, you know what, you're in my way, and people who are in my way die. So it it's crazy. I just want to see how it unfolds. And but to me, it's like 
yeah, she's she's kind of like a fascist, honestly. Like you can't trust her. She like I I could you negotiate with her? Yeah, probably with like if a gun is at her head and she's disarmed maybe. But I don't think it's going to be peaceful mm-hmm. at all for sure. And especially for me cuz I'm I don't I'm not familiar with what's going to happen. Uh, like in this section of the game, I don't even know if there is a Kathleen character. No, she, she's because she's a completely new character for the show. I know they mentioned that they're sorted. I just wonder if there's like any little time. No, because like, cool. no, like the game itself, it's literally just a group of people that are just they just call them hunters and they're just people going around fucking with shit in the in the city. There's no like or in the game, there's no like really organized group. You know, like anarchists do whatever the fuck they want. Essentially, yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. What about you? Would you? It, any it, else? Anything else you got to add? Well, I just think it's interesting because I guess the reason why I kind of had a hard time trying to figure out her as a character, like Kathleen as a character, is because she seems like the most not likely person to be leading this group of like resistance fighters. Like she, she doesn't feel like she has that much power and yet she does. And I'm kind of hoping that in episode five, we, they kind of explain more of how she kind of got that power. Maybe like she was the reason why like everybody started gathering up because like she said, like Fedra, imprisoned her brother and ended up killing him right yep so i don't know if that like sparked something in her to like rally up as much people as she could and like they felt like she like i want to know why people think that she can lead right because we we go back to the scene where perry is showing her the bloater or like the thing in the ground, what we know is going to be a bloater, but it's, you know, they don't know what it is exactly. And her reaction is, um, you know, let's not tell people yet. Let's just, let's just save this for later. Figure out the Sam and Henry thing first. And it's like Perry being the guy who is like, he's military trained and he knows when shit's important. Like, you can see on his face where he's like, all right, you know, this seems like something that we should pay attention to, but I'm going to do what you say. You know, it's obvious that she's not the best leader, or at least in this situation. But she has a sort of, like, power over everybody. Right. Even though it's not necessarily, like, seen or talked about. Like, there's something that apparently she can do better than everybody else. And I haven't, I haven't seen what that is yet. And I'm hoping that we do, you know? Yeah. You know, I mean, again, I don't think there was a too much more to talk about this episode, except the last couple of minutes where they've broken into the apartment and, you know, again, they're just being, they're having a little bit more playful moments. You know, Joel is asking about, Ellie's background because she says it's not the first time that she's killed or tried to kill something. So now he's like, what do you mean? She's, you know, she deflects. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they fall asleep, which, which was what was crazy to me is, you know, he laid out all that glass. He's like, I don't want anybody sneaking up on us. And sure enough, two people get in there and they sneak up on him. Um, I feel like something 
that I found really interesting was that he was laying with his bad ear up. I don't know if you guys yeah, caught that, but his his worst ear was the one that was on that side. So it's like, he was that because it. he felt, yeah, he didn't hear anything. So was that because he was kind of let his guard down with Ellie being there? Did he, like, did he feel a little bit more trusting? Like that was a really interesting decision for that to happen or shit. He must've just been really freaking tired, you know, like <laughs> who knows? It's a long day. But, um, I, I, the the boy that plays Sam, right? Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that the kid? Yes. He, uh, boy, man, it broke my heart seeing him with like the superhero paint on his face. Oh, yeah. You know? Based off the drawings he's been doing. Based off the drawings um, he's been doing. One thing I think is interesting is that um, for the show, they're making him deaf. Really? Yeah. So interesting. Um, I don't know. I have to double check. I think the the kid that's playing him is deaf. So um, they just made Sam deaf for the show, which I think will be interesting to see how that plays out. Because in the game, they're just you know two brothers, mm-hmm. you know, trying to survive and whatnot. Um. But yeah. Uh. But boy, before that happened, like just what a moment where Joel and Ellie are fi- are finally being able to have like one of those really good bonding moments for like the first time. Yeah. Like Ellie just makes that one last like bad pun joke, and then Joel and then Joel just like slowly just kind of like cracking up, and then they just both share a laugh together, and it was such a sweet moment. Um. And again, we're just, you know, what's going to, God, it's just going to get darker and darker as we get into the end game, you know, like whoever knows what's going to happen to Sam and Henry, like, I'm just so curious how they're going to play that, how they're going to do that. Just because seeing the little boy like broke my heart. I was like, fuck, like, like, yes, I don't know. They say they're not going to deviate as much as well from going forward. Like episode three was like their biggest deviation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting. Um, one little thing I just wanted to bring up um, since we're kind of done. Um, the parallels between one more parallel between the game and the show. Um, when Joel and Ellie are kind of hiding out, waiting for the resistance fighters to kind of like move away. Um, and they're just hanging out in like that little convenience store or whatever the fuck they're in. Um, I thought it was nice how they changed it, how Joel reacts to Ellie having the gun. Because in the game, she he straight up yells at her. You know, he's, he's like mad that she has a gun. Where in the show, he's more mad at himself that Ellie had to shoot a guy. Because he didn't want her to have to do something like that. And so he he sees it more as a a fault on himself. And then that's where we get to the point where, you know, El- Ellie's like, oh, this is this isn't the first time I've had to, like, you know, shoot somebody or kill somebody, you know. And then, you know, they just kind of have that that moment where you know, Joel is starting to kind of show more of his softer side where he, where he's kind of like showing, he's like, man, I really, you know, I really didn't want you to have to like kill somebody, 
you know, yeah. I didn't want this for you kind of thing. And it was just like, that was a nice change because, you know, yeah, we could have had Joel very mad at her, but I felt I felt like it was a nice change just based on where they are in the show. Yeah, it's a it's a building trust moment, you know, it's mm-hmm. setting again the boundaries then, of that relationship and stuff like that. Yeah. And then they, and then he had like a really nice moment where he was showing her how to like correctly, like hold a gun, like hold the gun right. and like understanding is like, hey, you know, this isn't. Um, like this is something that he couldn't do with his daughter. Like he would have never done this with Sarah. No. And so to like have this moment, it was like very like a, a special like bonding moment kind of because like okay, show me how to hold a gun, and she holds it. And it's like it's like that looks like shit. It's like well, this is how Fedra told us. It's like well, that explains everything. <laughs> you know? it, it was it was just one of those like nice moments that you know. We're gonna we're gonna start to see more and more of these personal moments with them. And I'm kind of interested to see there's actually one episode that I'm really waiting to see, and it's the episode where they make it to um to Tommy's. Mm-hmm. Cause I think anybody who's seen the game knows the that special moment. It's a it's a scene that gets played over and over and over again on TikTok for the last of us and i'm i'm really seeing if they could pull it off where when we get to that point there is so much enough investment in the relationship where it feels earned mm-hmm. and justified yeah i think they'll definitely get there you know with this episode I, I you know this episode's getting a lot of hate because it wasn't the emotional like hit that episode three was or like the action of two but it's like this scene, this this arc is decently long. Like there's a lot to introduce. You needed this like character building episode to really because like next episode seems like it's just going to be like a like a straight marathon right <laughs> to, to the end. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually as we're talking about this, I actually enjoyed it's making me enjoy the episode for what it was even more than when I came into it. And I like the episode already. Yeah, you know, like I said, it it wasn't like oh my god, explosions and and clickers and bunch of infected, but it's like you're establishing motives for what people are doing, and it's it's going to be interesting to see how that rolls into uh, this Friday's episode of The Last of Us. Oh, that's Ooh. right, it's on a Friday. It's on a Friday this this week. Thanks to the super uh, the the super the super bowl the super yeah. bowl. So we will watch this on Friday, and I will be Damn. watching the Super Bowl on Sunday. So, shit, watch it Saturday morning. Damn. Yeah. Well, shit. But yeah, that was pretty much episode four, guys. Nothing too crazy, but we liked it. Lots of, you said character building and motives and stuff is really well done. Yeah. And we technically didn't get any clickers in this episode. Nope. Technically. 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 It's all in breathing. <laughs> I mean, not really clicker. No. <laughs> the, the, the next evolution. Yeah. Next step. All right. Well, cool. Well, thank you guys. If if you stuck around for this, we really appreciate you being with us on this fun Tuesday evening, wherever you're at. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we did. And if not, let us know. And if you did, let us know. We're always happy to hear the feedback. Yeah. 
And of course, uh, for people out there listening or watching this uh, post uh, live stream, thanks for watching and listening. Of course, you could always uh, comment down below in the, on the YouTube, or if you're on uh, podcast services, please, uh, you know, if you can rate us, that'd be awesome. Uh, you know, we really, we really would appreciate it. We always want the feedback. Um, and yeah, we appreciate you all hanging out with us. Oh, yeah. Good night, everybody.